Seed to Sound, presented by Banks, a podcast for cannabis professionals. Welcome back to Seed to Sound and our Meet the Company series featuring Native Roots. We kick things off with Extraction Lab Manager, Justin Garin. Hi, welcome back to Seed to Sound. I'm Robin. I'm a recruiter here with Vangst, and I have Justin Garin here with me. He's the Extraction Lab Manager at Native Roots. Welcome, Justin. Thank you so much for coming in. Well, thank you, Robin, for having me. Uh, this is a first time for me on a podcast like this, so I'm pretty <laughs> excited, and uh, I think it'll be a fun experience. Awesome. Let's just kick it off with you telling me a little bit about yourself and Native Roots and your role there. Sure. So uh, I'm from New Hampshire, born and raised. Uh, I've been here a couple, two and a half years or so. Uh, I am just uh, an addition to the transparent problem like the rest of the, <laughs> the, rest of the city. Um, so came out here, just wanted to change it up a little bit. And, and I came out here to vacation and I decided to move where I vacation. And I uh, started kind of looking for a job. Didn't have one when I came out here. So yeah, so after uh, a couple years of searching, I, uh, I found myself having a great opportunity to work uh, with Native Roots. Um, they were moving into a brand new facility and were expanding their MIP and their extraction department. And they were looking for somebody to come in and uh, take ownership of that and oversee its development. Um, so I currently am overseeing just our entire extraction lab. Uh, we have butane and propane we have co2 ethanol distillation all the all those processes for making our concentrates and then i recently have absorbed our kitchens so we have two industrial kitchens which i know i'm overseeing to uh, manufacture some of our uh, infused edible products very cool well on that note can you walk us through a little bit more of what it's like to work at native roots be in that extraction lab kind of paint us a picture of your day-to-day Sure. So, you know, I have a great extraction team who uh, comes in and we will schedule whatever types of either shatter or wax or live resins that we need to make for that week. Uh, We supply our 20 stores with all those concentrate and products. So they will come in and and run those extractions to to make the products for our, our inventories. Um, same with CO2, where we'll blast um, blast some CO2 oil. They'll be refined down further to make our distillate for our vaping cartridges uh, for our infusion into our kitchens. So we use that material to to infuse our products. Um, so we have a few different pieces of equipment running at different times. Uh, the team is all cross trained, so they're kind of just running around and keeping everything going. So. It's a, it's a pretty active environment. We're constantly making making product and trying to make the best quality stuff we can. Awesome. So quite a technical job. And honestly, I feel like there's a lot of us who don't really or never really expected to be in this industry. So can you kind of tell us about your journey and how you really got into cannabis? Absolutely. And, and to your point, I am the exact... Uh, example of that happening. Um, <laughs> you know, my background is in chemical engineering and, uh, and production management. So for my career, I've made wire and cable. I've made ceramics. I've made rubber. Uh, I've made stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, at a 30,000 foot level, making things are all the basic process. You have an input, you have an output, you have a process in between. So, you know, I was open to finding a, a role that would be a good fit in that world of, of production. But cannabis was not something that was at the top of my list. I hadn't even really thought about it. Uh, I was certainly open to it. it was, it's something I have always supported and and um, am a, a champion for the industry. So 
I kind of just started reaching out to some of the players in the industry uh, over on LinkedIn and just networking and kind of just saying, hey, here's my background. Here's me. If there's anything in your world that makes sense as a fit for that, let me know. And a couple months later, Native Roots reached out to me. Uh, basically, again, telling me that they were they were getting ready to open up their new MIP and new extraction facility, and they were looking for somebody who had that production experience and that engineering background because it is a fairly technical process, um, and there's some dangers to it, so safety is our number one concern. Yeah, I can um, imagine. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, everybody's seen the horror stories of people blowing up their garages, and, <laughs> you know, we, we do that same process, but we also do it in a... Class one different environment. We have every safety protocol we we know exists um, implemented to make sure everybody's um, going home with all their fingers and toes. Yeah, I just kind of <laughs> almost fell into it as well. And ironically, I used my chem edge degree probably more here than I did in any right. other industry I worked in. So it's uh, it's kind of funny how that all came around. Yeah, it's always good to know that you're making use of your degree. <laughs> That's right. The money didn't get totally wasted. Little did you know it would be in this industry. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, I did not. Great. So uh, what was it like then going uh, through the interview process with Native Roots? Uh, it was honestly pretty standard, just like any other interview I had been on. Um, you know, we have our, our MIP director and our assistant MIP director who I met with. You know, the biggest difference is they don't want you to be on site for interviews. They want to have those off site just because of the way things are. And so we met at a coffee shop and uh, just chatted about my background, what I was looking to do. Is that because they want to meet you in person before they bring you to the facility? Well, and I don't know if this is necessarily industry-wide. I know Native Roots just is, doesn't want to bring people into that building and into that, the, we call it our mothership. They're just right. very, <laughs> they keep it to themselves and we're not bringing strangers in and, and, and tours and all that stuff. It's very, you know, very regulated. So right. um, it's Makes just sense. easier to have it off-site. Plus, a lot of people you're interviewing might not have their badge, so they can't be on the site anyway. Um, so it makes sense to just kind of do an offsite first round interview. Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, no, outside of that, it was just like any other interview and any other company I've ever worked with or interviewed for. And you nailed it. Obviously. Uh, I, it sounds like I might not have done too bad, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations, Justin. What do you like about your job there? You know, it's the culture is different than I've ever been a part of, um, I think everybody who's in the industry, actually, they want to be in the industry. Now, there's various different reasons for that. Uh, maybe they're uh, a consumer and they really love the product. Uh, maybe it's, it's because of its medicinal purposes or maybe it's just it's about money. I mean, for, for everybody, they have different reasons for what, doing what they do. But um, Native Roots is very much a, a group of people who all seem to really want to work there and enjoy working there. There's a lot of laughter. There's a lot of joking going on. There's a lot of, you know, which is good. That's the kind of thing you want to go to work to and, and co come to work and be excited to hang out and, and, and Absolutely. Uh, fix challenges with your team, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's one thing that's that's fun about working there. Yeah, I know you've mentioned that before, that Native Roots really makes a conscious effort to instill a great culture there and that you have a lot of uh, fun with your teammates your coworkers. Yeah, we do. And, you know, Native Roots just spent uh, a significant amount of time and resources to kind of define what that culture is looking like. And what, who are we? we let's, let's define that. It's hard to say, well, we want to be this or that, but not have actual, you know, real examples or real um, things to, to speak towards that. 
So, you know, we developed a purpose. It's called Liberate Happiness. Um, there's a whole other um, group of aspects to that. We have pillars. We have these things called always and nevers, which, again, further define what we're looking to have in the type of person that, that we have uh, on, the, on our team. For me, I think it boils really down to if just being genuine and respectful to your teammates and especially to the customer. And I think if everybody is able to focus and nail that, all the other things will fall into line. You know, your innovation, your camaraderie, uh, your successes. And I think that's, that's kind of what we want to kind of what we want to focus on and bring into to our culture and to and to the people that we have on our on our teams awesome so liberate happiness that's the tagline that's the tagline i love it absolutely love it okay justin so your few years here in colorado and in the industry so far what challenges have you faced working in cannabis well um (laughs) the list is so long it's hard to pick um everybody industry in the industry knows you know you have a set of challenges that are industry specific that, you know, there's no blueprint to what we're doing here. We're all learning right. this as we go. So things change, decisions are made. Sometimes you might not understand why, but the fact is that's, that's what has to happen. So you have those challenges inherent to this specific industry that everybody is facing together. So in that respect, we're all one big team and trying to figure out how this is going to work moving forward. Um, and we're also, you know, a smaller company growing into a bigger company and we're starting to mature and, you know, we're up to about 600 something people. Um, so we're not a little mom and pop shop anymore. We're a legit, you know, full fledged corporation. We have CEOs and CFOs and we have entire departments dedicated to legal and compliance and just like any of your other large scale businesses. Um, so there's a lot of growing pains there as well. You know, it's so, combined yep there's a lot of challenges but they're fun challenges i think everybody's excited to to attack them and solve them and resolve them and um yeah it just, it certainly keeps you on your feet there's not too many quiet days at work you're right. you're, you're moving around but uh, it is it's an exciting just world to be a part of and and an organization that's that's moving forward for sure and uh that's why i always tell people that this industry more than any other needs the most outstanding professionals in it to really take it to where it can go. Absolutely. So what advice do you have for job seekers hoping to enter a similar role as yourself? I mean, don't be hesitant to enter the industry because you don't know anything about it. Uh, I didn't even know what dabbing was when I started (laughs) and I'm the guy making all the concentrates. So, (laughs) you know, the fact is, a little bit of a learning curve. Yeah, there. a little bit. And I honestly, I have tried it a couple times, and it's uh, it's a little bit higher level than I'm used to. So yeah. I'll stick to my flour and my I vapes. Hear but um, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of stigmas with the industry, and um, I think people don't realize that. Again, we're, we're we're maturing now. We're past that infancy stage. So you don't need to be an expert at growing. You don't need to be an expert at anything specific to marijuana or to cannabis. Uh, We can teach you that. You know, we're looking for people with the strong backgrounds in whatever job, you know, function you're looking to. If you're an HR representative and you have a strong HR background, great. We'll, We'll teach you the weed part of it. You know, I mean, so I think that's that's something that if everybody realizes anybody can get into this with zero experience, just have a good work ethic, just like anything else. Yeah. You got to get a badge. So pass your background checks. Uh, but 
really there, there's no barriers to, to getting into this industry. And as fast as it's growing, the opportunities, as Vanks knows, are just flying flying high. So, Absolutely. I think that's great advice. And just to add to that, I do think people need to come in uh, supporting the vision that we all have for the greater good of the industry. Absolutely, yes. Okay, so what's the biggest myth about cannabis or the industry that you would like to dispel? Um, well, th- there's probably two big ones. The first one is that we're just a bunch of stoners getting high at work. Um, yep. well, that's if you a work- big one. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you get a job at Coors, you're not a bunch of drunks getting s- drunk at work, right? True. So that I think is, at least. Well, yeah, I think. <laughs> and, and if that's not the case, well, maybe I'll see if they're hiring. But um, the fact is that is not the case at all. Uh, we have a zero tolerance policy. If you come in baked, Good. you're going home. I mean, just like if you come in drunk. So, right. um, you know, again... That's a stigma that back in the early days, that, that probably was the case more often than not. But now as we're maturing, those, those types of things are not tolerated. Um, so that's one stigma. I think the other big one is that we're just a company just rolling in cash. Just big old bank vaults yeah. with, you know, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck diving into his gold. And the fact of the matter is that is not even remotely the case either. Um, I love know. the visual. Though. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't really? Um, <laughs> But, you know, the, the way the thing, the way the government taxes and, and the, the banking system challenges yeah. and the fact that, you know, we can't write things off the same way other companies can. Right. We are very much not rolling in, in money. Um, and we're also not dealing in cash. I mean, we are working with banks and, or I should say credit unions. Uh, I get direct deposit checks. I don't get a stack of hundreds every time I'm getting paid. So uh, I think that's another kind of myth that that it's just it's money everywhere and it, it really that that is not the case yeah in the whole banking system definitely another challenge that cannabis companies face daily which might be another topic for another podcast yeah <laughs> well, yeah bring a banker on that could help right yeah, absolutely yep all right justin well just to wrap it up is there anything else you want to add about your job about native roots about the industry vanks not really i guess just thank you so much for having uh the opportunity for me to come in and, and talk to you about uh the industry and, and native roots and what we're trying to do it as an as an organization uh and moving forward and trying to set a uh, an example yeah and, and and lead this industry as best we can um and that is our main focus so uh, we're, we're, we're trying to just keep going and, and do what we can to, to push forward with the industry. And hopefully the, the rest of the country is able to catch up and agree with everything. And, and we can all be like Canada and, and <laughs> all will be well. And all be well. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, to reiterate, we're all in this together and we're a pretty special community. So we thank you so much for uh, coming in and spending your time with us today. Awesome. Thank you very much as well. Sound presented by Vangst, a podcast for cannabis professionals. Produced by Hannah Holmgren and Catherine Jamiro. Music by Tyson Weigel. For more information, visit www.blog.vangst.com. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. How do cannabis CEOs balance growth and optimization strategies? What is THCO, Delta 10, and CBNA, and why should you care about these minor cannabinoids? And why is an endocannabinoid system covered in medical school? Most people think they're up to date in trends in the cannabis industry, but they're about six weeks behind. 
Learn about what is truly next in the cannabis space by joining myself, Brian Fields, and Kellen Finney every week on the Dime Podcast and, of course, on PodConnects.